What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're talking week 18 of the NFL with picks, predictions, best bets, locks and dogs, all of that. But before we jump into it, go down and like and subscribe to the channel. Comment your favorite picks, favorite bets of the weekend. And as always, these are your hosts. I'm Paul. Pick a one of Concha. Spark up, pour up, and enjoy the show. Hey, man, you already know it's that boy, Kev. Waterboy Savoy, a.k.a. the Dom P.Y.E., also known as the mother- realest motherfucker on your screen. But here's the thing, man. There's so much shit going down. Week 18, you think it was supposed to be a snooze fest. We finna get some players sat and all this shit. This, the NFL is a crazy motherfucking place. Unpredictable as fuck. We just motherfucking, now we got a million things going on this week. First so thing with first man is news, there's games. Well, first things first, we'll give out the uh Hamlin update. He is in better condition. He is able to write, he is able to move his hands. He's still on the tube, still on the machine, but it's looking like he will have a, a good recovery ahead of him. And the first thing when they at when he woke up, the first thing he wrote down was, Did we win the game? Fucking dog. Hey man, prayer works, man. Don't ever let nobody tell you otherwise. And then facts on top of that, that's some dog shit. He got some dog in him. Hey, who won? What do you mean the game ain't happening? Nah, for real. But I heard some crazy shit. I don't want to get too deep into it because we got another million things to talk about. But there was a there was a dude. I don't know what show he was on, but he was talking about just how if there was a chance that he didn't get to play another down again, like motherfucking, he would not be looking good like financially because this is his second year, twenty four, like. Is the NFL really going to cover everything? And, like, they were just putting out numbers of, like, 15% of people that have since the CTE stuff passed. Like, 15% of people have actually gotten approved. And they're actually – the NFL is actually saying those numbers are too high. And the disabilities, like, there's so much crazy stuff when it comes to injury that, like, this shined a lot of light. Because now it's a known fact. Yo, you can die playing this game. Like, this is, it's fun to scream. It's fun to just make it seem like it's just X's and O's. And I be telling people, especially girls, I be telling people, like, Football looks like it's just throw it up in the air and catch and then run fast or, like, tackle. No, there's a lot of shit that goes into it. And at any moment in the field, you don't know what the fuck can happen. You can get an injury, Joe Theismann. You can get an injury that ends your career right then and there yeah. um, on, a, on a routine play. Like, you know, it was a routine tackle. Man, really, really was not – didn't have a pulse for a second. And that's real shit, man. So I want to see how the, everybody goes about after this because – this is very. This is this is open the light to it for a lot of people. This isn't just entertainment. This is people genuine livelihood. No, couldn't say it better myself. And that's true. There is going to be probably a lot of uh, the next player, the NFLPA meetings, and probably will be some big changes on like shit like that with like the disability, the CTE, like the the, the being able to cover people's um, insurance after they leave the NFL, a whole bunch of stuff. And Dana White has insurance for everybody, so I know the NFL can do it too. Oh yeah, Dana White's also in some uh, hot fire himself right now. But oh, that's a that's a whole that's a different podcast. Yeah, this podcast. But then, uh, next thing onto the football part of the show, AFC playoff picture. The the whole the game Bengals versus Bills officially will not resume. It is, has been canceled. It has been called, and because of that. Chiefs are sitting in the first seed now, and 
certain things. The, the NFL will be meeting tomorrow. As of right now, we're taping on a Thursday. They'll be meeting on Friday. So this episode will be out after the meeting. But they're going to be meeting to determine what to do about the AFC playoff picture. Will they add an eighth seed, which will open up some doors for other teams to now still be able to make it. And it, if they add an eighth seed, I mean, NFL, they're going to make more money. There's more games, more more playoff games. Like, And if uh, some people are speculating, if they do add an eighth seed, Will they ever not have a seed? Because once the NFL sees how much money you can make by adding an extra game into playoffs, you know, money talks, bullshit walks. So we'll see. Yeah, that's interesting because I don't think anybody would be mad about an extra week of football. So, like, whew. but this game is crazy to think that, like, Yo, they might add an extra seed to the playoffs. And, like, this has already been a close-ass motherfucking season as is. So, this game, this – I'm sad that we had to tape on Thursday because, like, damn. Yeah, we'll find out. We won't know. This episode will be out, and we, maybe what we're talking about right now don't even fucking matter. No cap. But, hey, man, this is the life of a motherfucking podcast. Man. A lot of people drop the episodes on Tuesdays. On on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. They, they don't – that shit is completely off. But, hey, man. Damn, we'll see what happens. Like, I can't even say much, much more. And I don't know what, what is official, though, is if a team that didn't play 17 games this year, which will be the Bengals and the Bills, if they end up playing it in the number in the AFC Championship, the AFC Championship game will be held at a neutral site because both those teams had a chance to be the number one seed right now. Uh, and then on top of it, even if the Bengals lose this week to the Ravens, it doesn't matter. They have clinched first in the division. If they do lose to the Ravens or something, and they have to play them in the wild card because whatever reason for the wild card round, they will flip a coin to decide who will be the home team. That's crazy. There will be a coin toss. That means a lot. And then I, I wonder if betting websites are going to have that like bet prop, like, who wins the coin toss, Ravens or uh, Bengals? And I wonder how much money, because I feel like that would be a highly betted on bet. Damn, that's crazy. Man. I might backdoor it. You think that you, I'm a backdoor? I'm going to hit the, the side. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the family guy, the Sim, I think it's family guy, and he's like, head, tails, no heads, no, side of the coin. And it lands on the side. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gangster, man. But damn, that's crazy as fuck. Just to see, like, I lowkey just want to. I hope, I hope some just shenanigans happen because I've been saying the Bills are gonna go. But I think it's just interesting to see. I know whoever, I know the NFL office just had a million headaches this week. Like Tuesday and Wednesday were some tough days for them. They're lucky they didn't have a Thursday game to worry about. So like, this is interesting. I'm just keeping up with Ian Rappaport to see what the fuck's gonna happen next. A couple, and then the last news thing before we hop into our picks is, and I'll have some of the who's out, who's not in, all that stuff, who's on IR as we make the picks. But the last news thing that doesn't affect the games this week, the 15 finalists to the Hall of Fame has been announced for Class of 2023. So the people on the ballot this year are Darrell Rivas, Joe Thomas, Devin Hester, Tori yes, Holt, sir. Reggie Wayne, yes, Andre Johnson, Yes, sir. Dwight Freeney. Okay. Jerry Holland. Ooh. Patrick Willis. Demarcus Ware. Zach Thomas, who's been getting who's been getting snubbed almost every year. Darren Woodson. Mark- 
Rondé Barber, Albert Lewis, and Willie Anderson. Those are all the people that made it, or those are the people that just yeah, voted? In? Those are the people who made the finalists uh, for the ballot, but only you know, only like five make it. So out of that 15, there's only those are the 15 names to be voted on this year. Semi-finalists who came up short, Steve Smith, Anquan Baldwin, Fred Taylor, Heinz Ward, James Harrison, London Fletcher, Vince Stankface Wilfork, Robert Mathis, Rodney Harrison, Jari Evans, Ricky Waters, Henry Ellard, and Eric Allen. I'm not going to lie to you. I think the Falcons probably have the record for the least amount of people in the Hall of Fame. Like, I don't think – I can't – I can't, besides the Deion Sanders, I don't – Probably the Bucks, only because the Bucks haven't had that many. Like, they've only been around since, like, 1987. I know they have, like, five or six in there. Maybe they got three. And then Rondé Barber will sound like he's coming next. But that is the class. And I'll drop a comment. If your favorite player got snubbed this year, uh, if you're a Panthers fan and you're still screaming Steve Smith, drop it down in the comments. Let us know about that. Oh, bro, I'm going to drop the meanest comment. Like, if they get snubbed every year. And uh, the only other thing that is news that I'm going to talk about is former Arkansas running back and former Browns running back Peyton Hillis was on the cover of Madden that one year that most people remember him from. He is in critical condition after saving his kids from drowning in the ocean. Wow. He, the kids are all fine. Clap it up. Uh, he is, he's doing better. His uncle updated saying he's not on, like he's still in critical, he's not in critical condition, but he's still on the tube. Um, but he, sh- uh, he should be making recovery, but he, he, um, he's doing better than what was first being reported. Wow, so he—that's a real nigga right there, man. He's a, that's a hero. Like, we're really putting real his life up. Dog shit, right there. Like, yeah, that—that's—I res- have nothing but respect for that. I hope he makes it through. Yeah. It's come back even better than ever. Yeah. That's a real. I had I had to go through that quick because I didn't want you to drop some like uh some little joke on Patrick Willis <laughs> Hillis or some shit before I got the oh immediately <laughs> yeah I was like I gotta drop the news because I did not want him to make a joke and then <laughs> immediately I was gonna bring up the Madden curse I was about to say bro was I was really finna say something like Paul hurry <laughs> <laughs> on bro. I was like because I know everyone's first reaction when they think of Payne Hillis is not a good one but now when I think of him I'm gonna know him as a fucking hero. He's a hero, dead ass. That's what, that's a real nigga shit right there, man. All right, but let's jump into this game. Start off with Saturday football, everyone's favorite. Raiders are at home hosting the Chiefs. They're a nine-point underdog at home. But, hey, Jared Stenham did not look bad. You think Chiefs blow him out? Just clinch number one seed. Don't, they don't have to worry about it no more. Bro, I'm starting to think the Chiefs defense sucks. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think Mikey they can blow sucks. any – I don't think they can blow anybody out for real. Like, they, they put points on a lot of motherfuckers, but there's nobody that's going to sit there and just be like, yeah, there's no way I can't score on this defense. Like, there's nobody. So, I think that – if you said the spread is nine points. It is nine points. I'd take that shit in a heartbeat. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. But, like, I would take that bitch. Maybe, like – And it's the visual game. Maybe sprinkle. Maybe maybe buy the extra point. Don't be cheap. Like Paul said, don't be cheap. Buy the extra point, take it to 10, and then motherfucking on. Um, but, no, nah, I got the Chiefs all day. Pat Mahomes, well, damn, so they don't. But are they, they playing everybody? They have played everyone. 
that's what I'm saying. If they win this game, they clinch the number one seed no matter what. But if they lose, I think the possibility of the Bengals-Bills getting first seed is still available. Oh, shit. So it's exactly. like, do the Raiders, are Raiders playing spoiler here? I would have thought Raiders were dead, but after last week, they showed, like, they just went up against the best defense, put up 34, go to overtime. Bro, Josh McDaniels, that's their coach, right? Yeah. Josh McDaniels needs to play his best month coaching, best motherfucking ball, because it's not immediately going on the high seat, hot seat next year. Because it's like, yo, there's too many balls on this team for them to suck. They're going to blow leads like they've been blowing. Uh, but I'm agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well, but I do think this is going to be a lot closer than nine. Mm-hmm. Next game, this is the big game right here, Saturday. 8-15, Saturday night football. Jaguars are at home hosting the Titans, who will be starring Joshua Dobbs over Malik Willis, which is kind of crazy because y'all just spent a third-round pick on Malik Willis, and he was supposed to be the future, and now y'all picked up someone off the street who does look better than him immediately. Like, I mean, everyone would say, oh, you don't want to fuck up the rookie's confidence. I can tell you right now, the Titans are saying, fuck his confidence. We're trying to make it to the playoffs. Remember, remember, like, seven games ago when we thought the Titans were the truth and, motherfucker, we were screaming that they won A.J. Brown away from a, like, a real championship contender. When they lost to the <laughs> my life. How the fuck did we get here that they're playing the Browns, they're playing the Jags for the, for the, the clinch? The, how did we get here? Like They've lost, I think, seven straight or six straight. Six straight, but Doug Peterson has changed this team's momentum to a whole new skill. I got to pick the Jacks because I want to see them in the playoffs. Like, I want to see them touch playoff grass and get, like, that Taylor Heineke effect. Almost spoil something for somebody. Yeah, I'm going heavy Jacks here. I mean, my preseason pick, I can't back down. This is the, all the marvels. Like, was, was I a mad genius or was I just another internet stooge? We're about to find out this weekend. Oh, I can't wait to have the flashback episode after the, after the Super Bowl episode. That's going to be great. Then uh, on to Sunday slate. First game on the slate in front of me right now is Falcons versus Bucks in Atlanta. Falcons are four-point favorites. Buccaneers said they will be starting their starters. I don't know for how long, though. I don't know, like, let's be real. This might just be like a halftime, make sure everyone's still warmed up and prepped, and then like this throw in top Kyle Trask or some shit just to finish out the season. Hey, they call this on um, Falcons Twitter. We're calling this breath sweep. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, that forgot. This could be a revenge spot for the Falcons, who were done dirty earlier this season in this game. This is absolutely – I'm not going to lie to you. If we had won that game, we would – we would. it would be us versus the Saints right now for our number one seed. I promise you, Steve Wilson, nobody would give a fuck about the motherfuckers. But we lost. So like that kind of I feel like that changed that changed the momentum a lot this season. You know we were able to steal a couple moments. Last seen to beat the 49ers, in case you ain't know. But um this is when we I mean Desmond Ritter looked promising last week and he's just he's getting better every um game. I mean Arthur Smith is probably borderline one of the smart only I it's tough to call somebody the smartest coach because there's so many smart coaches in different ways. But I think he's probably the best work with what you got as coach. Like, Bill Belichick can work with what he got. Arthur Smith can work with what he got. Vrabel, most times, could work with what he got. We don't know about this season, but usually Vrabel can work with what he got. Matt LaFleur, 
he's not a work for what you got as coach. Motherfucking. We we refer to them as someone that was born on third base. Mm-hmm. They they thought they hit a triple. It's like, nah, you actually were born on third base, buddy. You already yeah. had you already had everything already. You had Aaron Rodgers. You had the good defense. You had this. Cliff Kingsbury, Nick, not Nathaniel Hackett. These are people like these are people that need that. Mac Taylor. Yeah, they can make. I mean, look at the Bengals now. I know, like, like uh, I know now everyone's talking about like Bengals or the Bengals. That's facts. That's facts. So yeah, yeah, that damn, that's one hundred percent facts. But so like, Arthur Smith is a good. If we're gonna run the ball, we're gonna run. We're gonna run. We don't care if they play the starters or not. We fucking hate these motherfuckers. But we're gonna try to squeeze out a W here, and. Four points. I don't like his Everest favorites this season, but hey, we'll take it. Yep, five and five and three at home are the Falcons. Bucks are three and four. If the Bucks were for sure starting their starters all game, I probably would lean towards the Bucks here because they do have Ryan Zinson back at center, which helps the O line immensely. But I just don't. I just don't know if they're really gonna play a full game. So with that being said, I do have to go with the Falcons with you. We're agreeing so far. Three for three. Are the are the refs gonna cheat? Are the refs gonna cheat in the game? <laughs> and uh, next game we got the Bills hosting the Patriots. If the Bills win here, Patriots are back out of the playoff picture. Um, but if the Patriots win. Like as a Dolphins fan, we need the Bills to beat the Patriots here to be able to sneak back into the playoffs. But as of sitting now, Patriots are in the playoffs. Bills do need to win this game now because the first seed is still available if the Chiefs lose, but also the Chiefs play on Saturday, so who knows if they're really going to get up and play for this game. If, uh, But also, that locker room is rallying behind DeMar Hamlin heavy right now. So they might be coming out with, the you know, smoking, the, the smoking dicks. So how do you feel? So I look at this game as a uh... – they didn't get to play last week. They didn't get to put no. They didn't really get to put no um, moves on nobody. They only scored. They didn't get to score a touch. Did they score a touchdown or they only scored a field goal? Only the field goal. Yeah, like they didn't get to score a game last. Week. They want to fuck some shit up. They're hungry. Playoffs are around the corner. Are they at home? No, it, the it is at the Bills. Oh no, you know what? They are at home. Yes, Bills are at home. And they're at home. Oof. This is this is a recipe for some. This is a recipe for some fired up ass motherfuckers. They gonna do it for tomorrow. Everybody's gonna come in with the number three shirts on, and they really gonna do it. Even Bill Belichick's gonna say something about tomorrow after the assholes that the Bills put on them. And it's crazy because like the Patriots are in the same position they were in last year. Just now we just believe less in the team, and I'm like I didn't expect that. So if they get bounced out the playoffs. Oof, that's not gonna look too good for them coming in this summer. At least from a corporal. No, no, but so uh, sounds like we're both riding the bills here. But so I'm stealing my picks. <laughs> well, say right now it's like it's a slaughter fest. So the next game on the slate will be the Bears hosting the Vikings. Bears are seven and a half point underdog at home, and Justin Fields will not play. His uh, Nathan Peterman will get the start who's notoriously like the worst quarterback in NFL history, somehow always finds a job. Uh, but Justin Fields' season is over due to that hip injury he suffered. So, I mean, it's as easy. If Justin Fields was playing, I would probably would be back in the Bears here just because the Vikings' defense is just so bad. And, like, I'd probably even go over on the 43. But, honestly, with Nathan Peterman, I, there's no way. There was never a time I'm putting my money or my pick on him. So, Vikings all the way. 
facts. Like, the Vikings better fuck them boys up after losing last week like they did, embarrassing consistently. But Nathan Peterman, never heard of him. Never thought I'd see him, but Justin Fields, heck of a season. Over 1,000 rushing yards. We, I was asking the question, yo, does Justin Fields suck? He said, hey, my team does. I can run that thing, though. And he figured it out. So I hope they build. I hope they go into another step. Shout out to the um, shout out to the Bears for having a, a very not definitely bad season, but there are season. There are points in times where they entertained us. We appreciate it, y'all. And they had the Bears, are, the Bears might be the new Lions, if you ask me. The Bears, I think, are like the eighth or ninth seed. They have lost eight or nine times in a row. They have the most losses in a row out of all teams right now. That's tragic. Quarterback can run, though. Yeah, quarterback can put up some highlights every now and then. Next Ooh. game, Bengals are at home hosting the Ravens. I think Lamar may play. It's it's really up in the air. I know that, like, I think the team and, like, coaches want him to play because it was only, he was only really supposed to be out for, like, three weeks. Now we're on the fifth week, and he still might not play. He might just be uh, sit out and just be ready for the playoffs. So I really don't know how to pick this game with the fact that Lamar may or may not play. I ain't going to lie to you, Ken. I am not this year's Ravens fan. I think the defense is well. I just don't – I always like the Ravens when they're running the fuck out of the ball. I've always respected this team as a great running team. And then with Hutley, they're going to run the ball, but it's not going to be methodical. It's not going to be smooth. It's not going to be power running. Like, it's not going to be the running type of Ravens running I'm used to. I like to see the Ravens fucking shit up. You know, J.K. Dobbins, welcome back. He's been doing his thing. But it's like, eh, I'm not liking this. I got to take the Bengals. T. Higgins. Somebody – Somebody that's an unsung person in this in this um situation was T Higgins because T Higgins feels I've heard that T Higgins feels terrible and he's stuck in with guilt from um the collision that he had with Demar Hamlin so it's like T Higgins I hope he has a great game I hope he goes out there he has a clear mind space and really sits down and plays football because like you didn't do that on purpose and everything happens for a reason so and Josh Allen uh, at the presser today took some questions and he ended his presser. It wasn't even a question. He just addressed it himself. He said, uh, hey, real quick, like, everyone stop giving hate to T. Higgins. It's not his fault. This is football. Shit happened. Like, he like he stood up for T. Higgins because T. Higgins has been getting a lot of, like, unnecessary hate. Um, so it was good to see Josh Allen do that for T. But you got to be a lame. I'm a snake up for T. That's my fantasy receiver. But, like, you got to be a, not just the lamest motherfucker I know, but you got to be a straight bitch. To see here, go on somebody like, or go on the internet and talk, bro, you killed somebody, bro, bro I slapped the straight up dog shit at you if I heard, if I met you in real life. Like, you was a hoe if you really sit there and try to come out for it like that. I thought, I'm praying that he has a good game and he brings that energy and momentum into the playoffs. And uh, so we're both taking the Bengals here. I don't like us all picking the same teams, and we all picked favorites so far, but really all these games, like, it's almost like there's a clear cut person that should win. I only. I was when I did the when I did my picks, I was like, there's only two games I expect to disagree with this man on. And we agreed on one of them. I was like, fuck. And one of uh, also I forgot to announce for the Vikings game, the right all um Pro Bowl right tackle for the Vikings has been put on injury reserve. So even if Vikings make it into the playoffs, it's gonna be yeah, yeah it's gonna be like, uh like you don't have your right tackle now. He got hurt last week when he was getting the ass whooped. I believe so. Ouch. 
Next game, finally a close game. Colts are at home where they'll be facing Texans. This is the first – they've played the first game, and they also will be playing the last game. Last time they played, everyone remembers, they ended in a tie. Neither team really has much to play for, I believe. I mean, I think the Texans, if they win this game and, like, the Bears lose, the uh, Bears could potentially have the number one pick and the Texans could uh, lose out on that. But I really don't know how much the Texans want the number one pick, but shit, bro, how they played last week, they may really want that number one pick. I mean, um, with the integrity of the game, I don't believe anybody would just sit there and try to lose a game on purpose. But the Texans are very good at losing games, and so are the Colts. So this is going to be a funny ending because remember last year when the Jags, you think we all thought the Jags were going to um, bitch out for the number one pick and beat the shit out of the Colts. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If you take in the Colts, I don't care. You take in the Colts, I'm taking the Texans. Uh, see, I just don't know. It's who's playing at quarterback. I don't care. Thank I'm God. pretty sure Foles is out. Out. I think Foles is like legitimate out. Out because he got carted off last week. Oh, so yes. it will be Sam Elliger. Who's the coach? Hey, tell Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. I think uh, they said um uh, they asked Kayvon Thibodeau like, "Yo, um, how do you feel about Jeff Saturday kind of making a big deal about all um, the situation, the snow angels, shit like that." Like, never heard of him. <laughs> never heard of him. When someone I heard of starts talking, I'll start listening. I'm fucking crying. I was like, wow. I, I'm going to take the Texans. Damn it. I'm going to take Texans just because I think Sam Elliger is this, like, dog shit bad. Like, like, even if Davis Mills and his offense don't look good, I think they'll look better than the Sam Elliger offense. Dang. All right. If you're taking the Texans, I'm going to pick the Colts. But I might switch back to the Texans if I can find a better um, a better matchup that we disagree on. But I'll take the Colts. Okay. Like that. <laughs> In the next, next game, we have the Dolphins at home facing the Jets with Mike White. Dolphins two-point favorite here. We need this win to make the playoffs. And I'm I'm, I'm riding the Dolphins. I'm, I don't – Teddy B, he might play. Uh, his finger is actually just sprained and not broken. But he also can't throw a football currently. So we'll have to wait till like game time to see if he can actually throw. And if he can't, it will be Skyler Thompson against his Jet defense. Oh, I, I, forgot I, to, I forgot to check to see if the Dolphins, when the Dolphins played the Jets. I'm think I remember you guys. I'm they keep getting that game mixed up with the Texans. What happened the first time y'all played? First and time we got played uh, was when Tua was out, so we had Teddy B start. And then he got hurt, like um, like uh, halfway through the game, and then Skyler came in. But the Jets beat us like forty to seventeen or some shit. It was bad. It was like, uh, but also one of them was like the run from the the rookie who had, it was like an eighty yard run, and then it was just a couple of these big explosive plays where hopefully we could stop them. Oh, but like I think that game was different just off the fact that um, them boys. Like Mike McDaniel did, could get a game plan for Skyler Moore to be playing, but like now they had a time to get some reps in, practice it. And so, McDaniel's is playing for his job, apparently. I didn't know until I came today, but apparently the Dolphins reportedly may fire Mike McDaniel, which, as of my opinion, I think would be idiotic. Like, he, like, you gave him one year, like, his, his head 
quarterback keeps getting hurt, and then the defense is just sometimes it gets blown out in games. Like, like I wouldn't want to fire McDaniel. I just I think he still deserves one more season. But I do think that's no reason I'm leaning Dolphins heavier. Like he might be coaching for his fucking job this weekend. And it might be an eight. Damn it, Paul Rooms, we could have did this after the meeting. If this meeting came, I would have had a different answer. Because you guys are currently out of the playoffs. Yes, and we need the Bills to beat the Patriots, and we win. We're back in there. But Jets, if the Jets, if it moves to eight seeds, Jets' playoff picture is uh, Bills have to beat the Patriots. They beat us. And then I think they sneak in. So If they make it to eight seeds. So two or three of y'all have a chance, or only one of the three of y'all are going. If it turns to eight seeds, all three of us have uh, two out of three of us have a chance of making it. If, it, it. if it stays here, it's only two teams can make it: us or the Patriots and the Jets. But in the other way, like the uh, the Jets could, like all three of us have a chance to make it if it goes to eight seeds, but only two of us will make it. Okay, I'm gonna take the Jets just cause. All right, and then. Uh, Next game, another divisional game. Saints versus Panthers. Saints are at home. Saints are favored by three and a half points. Again, if they add an AC to the NFC, Saints have a way of making the playoffs. Not 100% sure if they'll even touch the NFC playoff picture, but everything's still being proposed. So do keep that in mind when making your pick. Also do keep in mind this Panthers team does seem to kind of rally for their coach. Like they, they might also just want to go out strong to keep Steve Wilkes around for next year. Ah, fuck both of you, motherfuckers. If we had to be both of them. This would be a different season. But, well, we did beat the motherfucking um, Panthers once. But this game is interesting because you think they don't have nothing to play for, but now there's a chance of an AFC. And then there's also they want to let Steve Wilkes leave on his shield. But I also feel like they kind of feel like maybe Steve Wilkes may have earned his job. and. This fucking Saints, this Saints off, this Saints defense has looked kind of decent the last couple of games, and I feel like that's what they do at the end of the season. They like, they kind of like the last season they were like one game out of the playoffs, like they were. I think this is just what they do at the end of the season. They kind of play a little better, try to make the bonuses. I, I think of exactly them as like the NFC Steelers. Yeah. There's like they're like they're even like this like well they also had Sean Payne which is also like a great coach but it was just like rugged defense and eh quarterback play but that but that'd be tough to play every week. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm taking the Saints on this one because like I think the Panthers if Steve the Panthers don't hire Steve Wilkes and they do a fucking Raiders Lavar Basachi, they're gonna they're just gonna look they're just gonna look completely idiotic. And Wilkes, I think, is a, a North Carolina guy. Like he's from the city and everything. So it's like, yeah, keep keep the keep in house talent in house. Yeah, uh, bro. And look at Rob Bushaw. What the fuck? He's the fucking special teams coordinator for the Packers. Look how fucking nice them boys are right now. Yeah. Like, bro, do not make the same mistake. I'm rocking with the Saints too, mostly because the Panthers are one and six on away games. They just have not traveled well. Saints four and four at home. Typically, they play better there. So. I'm going with the Saints. Next game, Steelers versus the Browns. Steelers sitting at eight and eight, the two and a half point favorites over the Browns. If they win here, Mike Tomlin goes to uh, stays above 500, and the playoff picture is looking really good for them as they have a potential to make it. 
Oh man, that's crazy. You guys are just gonna like battle it out and then the Steelers is gonna try to sneak their way in again. If we lose to the Jets and the Patriots lose to the Bills and Steelers win and it stays at seven teams, they get the seventh spot. Wow. Wow, this man Mike Tomlin, man. That man Mike Tom, that's my guy. I'm but is that is Deshaun Watson and we're gonna play spoiler? Fuck Deshaun Watson, man. Mike Tomlin, that's my guy. I think they look good last week. They got the run game going. Amari Cooper slid did his thing. But, like, nah, Mike Tomlin, that's my guy. Because I remember I was doubting. I was like, yo, this might be the season. The Steelers' chance to go, like, this might be the season. The Steelers don't go 500. And it was nice. And then C.J. Watt came back. And everything changed. And I was like, yeah. Mike Tomlin, that's my guy. I, I, fuck, I fuck with Mike Tomlin a lot. Man. I'm rooting for my boys. Mike, Mike T. I need them boys in the locker room. I need them boys. I, I'm, 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 rocking, I'm rocking with the same thing, Steelers. I mean, like, I'm, every game where I was 50-50 down the stretch, and I was like, I'm picking the Steelers. Why? Because Mike Tomlin needs to go above 500, and this is the team that he needs to beat. The Browns, a team that he can easily beat with this quarterback, this run game, and an elite defense. So, yeah, give me the Steelers. That's my guy. Broncos at home. Versus the Chargers, Broncos two and a half point favorites at home. I'm not sure why. I don't think the Chargers are sitting anybody. Let me double check on that. I'm not sure why that they're favorites. Maybe they will be benching players. Who knows? But yeah, you know Vegas knows something. Uh so right now. If Baltimore, um, like the Baltimore game, the pen, they a lot of their seeding. Like if Baltimore loses, they clinch the fifth seed, so they may not start their starters for a full game if they don't need to. But if they uh, do need the win, then the Herbert and them probably will be playing a full game. Who knows? Again, this is similar to the Bucks Falcons game. How much will the Chargers really be playing their starters? That's interesting. I mean, I don't see Baltimore winning that game. So I'm gonna take the fucking um charges. But even if so, I think the charges bench can look bust their ass. They got Herbert playing the whole time. I'm gonna take the Broncos again for the similar reason why I took the Falcons. I'm not sure about who's playing for the Chargers, and I'm not gonna bet on a team that may not be playing their starters. And their rush defense is still atrocious. And the Broncos, I mean, I I don't know if it was this game last time. I think it was when the Broncos played the Packers, maybe. Or I can't. We were talking about Latavius Murray and got no more gas in him. And then that motherfucker going off for like one hundred and something. It showed like, oh, he still got some gas in him. So I, I'm not gonna doubt him again against the Chargers' rush defense. They're at home. They know it's loud about how much they suck. So I feel like they 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 might get up for this game to at least be able to like win one more game. Nah, dead ass. But the biggest thing about it is. Their defense is nice, and they could try to just play out the game and do well. And but I think this game for them boys is like, yo, contracts is coming up soon, free agency. Like I gotta get the fuck up out of here. We're going nowhere fast with this man Russ. So maybe that's how they come in. They're just like, yo, let's play good, show some good, have some more film, and then go. Cause on this day in 2010 or 2011. Motherfucking Matt Flynn threw for six touchdowns. They got a $20 million contract a couple months later. So, hey, what you're doing the last week of the fucking season matters. 
keeps refreshing people's mind. I'm happy we're split here. Next game, Eagles versus the Giants. Eagles are a 14-point favorite. Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts, I don't know if he's playing 100 sure. I'm not 100 sure on that yet. But I do know that the Eagles need this win because if they lose this game, there is a reality where they move from the number one seed all year to the wild card. 49ers, 49ers have to win against the Cardinals. The Cowboys have to win. And the Vikings have to win. And if the Eagles lose, they move out to the wild card spot. That's crazy, but I'm not going to lie to you. I heard that boy Jalen Hurts is playing. I mean, it probably is. That's why the spread's at 14. I can see it being that big otherwise. There's no way Minshew Mania is no longer a thing as of right now. I'm putting the fork in Minshew Mania. Bring back the Hurts. Bring back the Hurts donut. I need a Hurts donut. And the Giants, I mean, they don't need a win. They already clinched their wild card spot. It doesn't matter what happens, win or loss. I'm rocking with the Eagles. Uh, C.J. Johnson, Garner, and Robert Quinn are going to have been brought up from the IR. Not sure if they'll play this week, but they are. If they don't play this week, they'll definitely be in for the playoffs. But it's just like they're getting healthier at the right time. They need to start winning. They need to at least win a game before going into playoffs. Like just get like get the monkey of your losses off your shoulder. Get get this win in front of us to carry that momentum. Bro, and Jalen Hurts looked sick last last week on the sideline. Like watching them boys lose. So there's no way he's not playing. If he can, there's no way he's not playing. Next game, another 14 point spread. 49ers versus Cardinals. Elijah Mitchell has been activated from the IR. Not sure how much he will be played. Uh what's going on, but he is back from the IR. Again, another team. Debo questionable with his injury still not sure if he plays but there's a team that seems to begin healthier going into the playoffs they've won i believe seven or eight in a row the most wins in a row on any team i mean seven and one at home cardinals stink fucking who else there's another cardinal uh kyler may not even be able to start next year because of how um, with his acl injury with the timetable and then uh d hop will also not play his season's over due to that knee injury so all signs are pointing towards 49ers blowout here. I mean, they're still playing for a number one seed. Uh, I can't wait for the stupid motherfucker next year in fantasy to draft D-Hop in the second round. Now I'm going to just look at you like, ah, dummy. <laughs> Man, well, you not know that there's going to be a Colt McCoy D-Hop for the first maybe four weeks. And then there's a dead thing. That's like, what, the third year in a row he's gotten hurt. Yeah, he's getting older. People forget that, like, D-Hop's like, one of the like he's still an elite receiver, but it was like five years ago when he was on the Texans with uh, making plays with Carr and shit. Like it, it's been, is it, he's had, I think he's on like 10th seed. Like he's had some years in this league now. Nah, that ass. He's about to, he's about to hit his Julio season soon. That's when he motherfucking just in that bitch and getting it, <laughs> getting it any way possible. Yeah, or, but, or um, Odell shit. Just play for a team that's winning. Smart. Smart, cause hey, that boy D help like a win. I can't. I should have watched Hard Knocks tonight, just cause, just cause how bad they be playing. But man, see, Forty Nine's gotta gotta come out and ball one more time. Brock Purdy look decent. Get you another hundred eighty yard game, maybe two hundred. Show out, but just they gotta ball one more time. Come in with some great energy and let that defense be turned all the way up. But the fact that this team is getting healthy. 
coming into the playoffs, that's the best sign possible. This is what the 2010 Packers did. This is what the motherfucking the, – when the Giants won the second time, motherfucking – who else got healthy as fuck? The, the Ravens – the Ravens the Ravens won. Like, when you get healthy going into the playoffs, like, it's just nothing but, oh, I'm adding back to greatness. Like, you might see them boys make a run for real. Like, they might be my pick to take it out of the motherfucking um, NFC, low-key. I'm not going to lie. It's tough to beat them right now. I mean, they've won seven in a straight. And if they clinch the number one seed, they're seven and one at home. So they don't, don't lose. Forget, don't forget who gave them that one. No, that was an away game. Oh, God, I said, don't forget who gave them that one now. Next game on the slate Seahawks versus the Rams. Oh, I forgot to point out real quick uh, the Giants. There is a bonus on the table for some players. You know, you got to hit your. Oh, yeah. But if you only got to hit a few, like, I. What do you got to do? Can How you go much is it for? All day just needs 76 catches to get 75, 70, 70, $750,000. Hey, babe. Hey, hey, I'm rolling the dice on this one, man. Anything can fucking happen. Just, imagine if you have Golly on your squad in a PPR league and he gets 76 catches, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck if they're all bubble screen. Yeah, just imagine this nigga. The motherfucking owner. Bro, Golly put up a hundred burger on me. Bro, in the championship. Bro, but the owner would literally go up and fire the ball right then and there. Like, on the on by catch number 40, he he would be like, all right, the ball got it. You're trying to cost me some money. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, the ball. But a next game, I did have to point that out. Next game. The Rams will be going to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Seahawks have to win to clinch their div- – uh, not division, but clinch their spot in the playoffs. If the Seahawks win, the Lions no longer have a way in unless, of course, the eighth seed happens. But as of right now, Seahawks win. Lions are out. Rams could – the Rams are a divisional game. The Rams also – I mean, who wouldn't want to play a, a season ruiner for a division rival? I'm mad this game is before the fucking Packers game. So, like, we're going to know. Like, I wish this game was, like, they were both 4 o'clock games. But this well, game was on. Lions coach Dan Campbell came out and they asked him, like, oh, what, what just happens if they win? Like, how are you going to feel about going to the A-Gal? He's like, if it's a fucking football game, win or lose, we're going to come in with playoff intensity. Dang, that boy DC the fucking boss. But, man. Lions have had a great season, man. I want to see what goes down. This is the game that's going to be interesting, but everything has been going to Packers way these last the Seahawks Rams. We're still talking Seahawks Rams right oh, now. My bad, my bad, my bad. Seahawks Rams. So everything, but I guess my take's still the same. Everything's been going to Packers way these last couple weeks. Like last week, they needed to be Browns fans, and the Browns got the W. This week, they needed to beat the Vikings. They beat the shit out of the motherfuckers. Like, I don't know, man. The Seahawks team might just get the W just because. I'm not going to lie to you. And they're trying to keep their playoff chances alive. I don't know. I mean, they're 4-4 four and four at home. They're 4-4 four and four in away game, so they're the same team no matter where they go. Rams are 5-11 and 11 total. They're 1-6 on away games. Baker Mayfield showed why he's not that good last week. He showed you why people didn't really want him anymore. The Rams defense trying their best. 
it, it really just comes down to every like do the Seahawks shoot themselves in the foot? Like this is a similar situation as like the Seahawks are the Colts of last year. Like you're going up against a divisional team that has no you have no reason to lose to. But it's week 18, baby. Like, like what like, who knows? We seen the Jaguars. They came in clown suits and left clown him up, clown the motherfucking um coats. I can't ride the Ram train. I rode them last week. I got burned. I don't know why you let me pick them. So I, I just have to I have to go Seahawks again. Yeah, I'm gonna let you pick the Rams anytime you would like. I did the same thing last year when they won the Super Bowl. Then our next game, Cowboys versus Commanders. Washington is technically out of the playoffs unless, of course, they make the AC. But as of right now, they're out of it. Ron Rivera says the rookie Sam Howell will begin to start. Rookie out of North Carolina. They took him in like the sixth, seventh round. Honestly, my least favorite rookie quarterback out of the whole class. I I don't think he's good whatsoever. So, with all that being said, give me the Cowboys. Like, I think the Cowboys come in and just take care of business. They're hoping for the one seed. They're hoping for the division um, spot. They, they're going to come in motivated. The Cowboys are going to fuck you boys up. Like, what? I mean, I think everybody's coming in motivated in a sense. Like, especially just the way the league is kind of just fired up in the sense of unity that's in the NFL right now, a lot of teams are going to come fired up. Michael Parsons, he's probably going to be coming with some number three socks or something like He's going to come through upset and he's going to take it out. He's going to take it out with in the, on the field. So yeah, I got to take the Cowboys too on this one. I'm not going to lie to you. And what if the Cowboys, because isn't there a chance that they get the number one seed? Uh, I don't know if they can fight for the number one seed. Maybe because if they just need a lot, like 49ers to lose the Cardinals, they'll need the Vikings to lose. They'll need the Eagles to lose. And then I think that is the way of them making their number one seed. So a lot of these teams are playing like, yo, let me just go win this fucking game and see what happens. Yeah. We can't control everything, but we can control the outcome of this game. Last game. We've already hinted on it. There's a lot at stake. Packers versus Lions. Win or go home. Playoff mode starts this week for this these both of these teams. What do you have? I'm gonna let you lead this one, Kev. These are Woo! two of my favorite teams. If last year I screamed these teams every week. I done switch. I just switch. I just I done left them boys and went to the Vikings. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll be bouncing around the AFC North, the NFC North like that. You know, I still I still got love for my Lions, but I like them. They lose. I like I like the boys damage. I don't like these boys when they ball it. Motherfucking Jaguars, I like them either way. But this game is crazy to think. Like, first off, they played earlier in the season. The Lions beat they fucking ass. And then motherfucking nobody thought the Packers would be here right now. I'm I'm nobody. Like, nobody expected the Packers to get right here. Like, the fact that they're here and the fact that everything's just gone their way to make it so they can control their own destiny and get it in. Aaron Rodgers is fired up. This offense is fired up. This special teams game is fired up. And this defense is putting on clamp. This motherfucking Jair Alexander grittied on Justin Jefferson. (laughs) After breaking up a pass, gritty. Like, come on, boy. Come on now. This is not a Packers team you want to fuck with, and it's scary. Because, like, 
I like this team to come fired up and get their ass beat by the 49ers in the playoffs. I could definitely see that. I could, I mean, also, you got to think, if the Packers win, like, and they face the 49ers in the playoffs, they, they that revenge angle, though. Who sent them home back-to-back times? Damn. Damn. Back-to-back. No, I thought they lost to the Bucks the year before that. Oh, not back to back, but the the year when Jimmy G took the team to the Super Bowl, they lost to the they lost to Jimmy G. In it. Fuck the Packers! Remember Jimmy G said that shit. Fuck the Packers. Yeah, I'm rocking with the Packers. Honestly, I one thing one of the reasons why is because this team, this the way their offense is getting healthier and uh, Rogers' weapons, he's starting to utilize them a little bit better. Defense has always been playing great all year, but. Remember that first game, they got to the red zone three times to throw three red zone picks. I don't see that happening again. Like, those three red zone trips, they're turning those into three or sevens. All right? And I'm not talking about – I ain't talking about no defender Aaron Rodgers is throwing to. Like, they're turning the bitches into points. And I just don't see the same like, – there's no way. So, I'm taking the Packers here almost like – and they're at home. They're going to have to show up with their home team. Home. In Lambo. You trying, you telling me them boys better come through and fuck them up in Lambo? In Lambo. The Detroit, the I just want to know how fired up this line is because this is gonna be a great game. I don't care what the fuck happens. This is gonna be a great game, and I'm really expecting good things out of Jeff Okuda. Like I really feel like okay, the Packers are gonna feel like we're, we're the Packers are gonna come in feeling great. They're gonna have some good drives. Then out of nowhere, pick, and then motherfucking. Not a red zone pick, but a pick, and now the fucking Lions have good field position. And what we thought was a game that was going to get away from them got got motherfucker real close, real fucking fast. Yep. So, what's your official pick, Kev? Oh, I'm taking I'm taking a a Rodinators. Hey, I'm taking I'm taking a Rodinators. Matt Lafleur. Them boys play good. And truthfully, I like the Lions because Aiden Hutchinson has been on the yeah. And I think this, I think this is a good game. Another game you're gonna showcase some talent. But this, this, this Packers defense is looking great. And Matt Lafleur coaches his best football in January, February, and January, and um, January and um, December and January. Like the end of the season is when they ball. And this is the first time they're actually going into the game like, yo, we gotta win this shit. So they're gonna come with a whole different type of intensity. The last two years it was like. Nah, let's let's kind of just last few years have been ah, let's just kind of just sneak our way. Let's rest everybody, chill, let everybody play. You got you got Devontae Adams screaming, um, tweeting. If you're scared, go to if you're um, scared, go to church. Like nah, them boys, them boys are coming in though. Ball, Christian Watson, big dog. Oh man, Lazard, the old line. Like this offense is gonna come. In, so I gotta take the Packers. I got you. All right, let's see. On to the oh, what's up? Arm, arm behind my back. Got to take the packs. On to the, everyone's favorite. We ran through the slate. Time to put out our locks and dogs of the week. And I'll wrap up with my best bets of the week. Real quick before we jump into the locks and dogs, I had to make a quick change. Change of heart. I keep looking at this game. I realize me and Kev weren't split on a lot of games. I realize I picked a lot of favorites. So I have to go with another dog. It only feels right. I'm switching my pick from the Vikings to the Bears. Vikings losing the right tackle, I think, will hurt this offense. Who needs to put up third? They let any team go against them and look good. So even Nathan Peterman might be able to put up 21. 
and and if the Kirk Cousins and them boys are right tackle, um, not having his right tackle is a big deal, which I think it may be. We might see a sneaky win out of the Bears this week. I think that is a big deal, but not to next. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just kept looking at this game. I'm like, fuck it. Like that's my, my gut's telling me to do it. So and we do now. We split on four games. I have a chance to catch you in the overall standings if I if, if I'm right on all four splits. And now I have two dogs on the slate instead of just one. It makes you feel more comfortable. Nice. So give so what me. Game, what games do I need to be looking out for for the four games? Uh, I have Bears over Vikings, Texans over Colts, Dolphins over Jets, and Broncos over Chargers. Those are the four games we're split on. Okay. One of them. So, Kev, what is your locks and dogs of the week? So this week for the locks and dogs, it's. Week 18 is always fun. It's always interesting because you never know who's really playing. That's why I kind of – I like fantasy leagues that end on week 17. But I think I would take – I want to take games that are interesting, games that are going to be lit. So I got to take Steelers versus the Browns because I need – Mike T, that's my guy. That's my guy right there. I need I need some of these. If you, if you don't know the dance – if you listen and don't know the dance, man, you know what we talked about. I need that Mike T dance. Blow a kiss at the motherfucking um, camera. I need all that. So, yeah, we taking on um, the Steelers. And then my second one, fuck it. Like, this is the fun. This is the game we're going to be waiting for all motherfucking weekend. So, I'm going to take the motherfucking Packers. I'm going to take – and I would take the fucking points. Like, out dead ass. Like, I want to see motherfucking this shit go down. But I'm not going to take the points. Don't fuck up my life credit. <laughs> and, and then my dog, I got a Paul, man. Um, I got to do it to you, man. You know I had to do it to you, man. Oh, catch, me on, me. Catch, catch me in the corner of North. Don't talk about something. I had to do it to you. Don't so do it. I got to lock up. I got to dog up in my Jets. Some Jets over there, man. Garrett Wilson? I need him to get a I – need, I need somebody to get him a real motherfucking quarterback so we can really show that he has Jamar Chase-type talent. Well, I can't agree with you. I'm not locking up the Dolphins. It never ends well with me. So hopefully that helps helps the mojo on my side. But fuck the Jets. Fuck them. It's fuck Jets until – I don't know, not even after the week. It's fuck Jets for life, baby, on this side. <laughs> for life. <laughs> then um, I'm going to start off with my dog. I'm going with the Texans over the Colts. Yes, I know the Texans have looked bad, but they, they get up for random games. And I could see them get up for this game against the Colts. They got they have fucking uh what's his name? Sam Elliger at quarterback this week. The Colts look terrible, Sam Elliger. I think the Texans will be able to load the box against them. And the Texans suck against the run. And not this week. I think they'll be able to load the box against a uh, uh, Elliger led offense. No cut. I would not be surprised if like, I'm not that's a good luck. I'm not gonna lie. And then and then if the Texans beat them at one o'clock before the four o'clock kickoff I'm gonna need Kayvon Thibodeau to tweet out Jeff Hoop right before kickoff, and then and then go play his game, and that would be the icing on the cake. And then uh, my two uh, locks going divisional game for my first one, well, both divisional games actually. I got the Jags over the Titans. I have to lock it up. It's it's destiny that I'm sitting here with the preseason take that I had, and I'm sitting here and what's the one that well, two teams going to go up against each other for not just playoff but just to see who's on top of each other in the year. Titans and Jags, baby. So give me the Jaguars. Put it right here, inject it in my veins. We're going to Duval, 
County, baby. Give it to me. I mean, do I have to take a shot for that one? If you're right, do I have to take a shot if you're right? You don't have to, nah, but I, I might take a shot to celebrate just to piss I'm, on some people. I'm going to take a shot with you because I wasn't, I wasn't sure about that. But I was like, you, had, you had the whole head turn. I remember the whole <laughs> now, I remember people quote retweeting and say, that motherfucker said the jack? <laughs> I remember, I remember all that. I had bookmark tweets that I wanted to quote retweet after Saturday's game. I would say I take two sides. I got to make sure I don't fall asleep. I got Jack Saints, Texans, and in my best bets, two spreads, four over unders, but two spreads, Packers minus four and a half. Like I said, three red zone trips, not even red zone trips, like three goal to goal situations three interceptions it ain't happening again the Packers are gonna win big here the Lions they've had a hell of a season they're the mighty mighty Lions brand new Lions but what would be the most Lion way to go out after a great season put up a dud in week 18 that's the most Lions thing that they could do that that is very Jared Goff of Jared Goff that would be Jared Goff hasn't thrown an interception in multiple like two months now and I wouldn't be shocked with those two right Jair Alexander. Once I saw that gritty, I, I was like, dang, he must be the best corner in the league. He, I think he is. And then the other one, I think I'm getting a discount spread here. I thought this spread would be at like 10, but it's really only at 7. So give me the Cowboys minus 7 against the Washington Commanders. I'm hoping it stays to only 7 seeds so then Washington doesn't have a reason to play this week. They play – and then the, they're cursed. They, they sat their guy. They sat their winner. For a, a, a Carson Wentz, they look terrible. Now they're going to have Sam Howell, in my opinion, the worst rookie out of the big five that we're going to draft. And I think he's going to show. And the Cowboys defense alone, I think, could beat this team by seven. Over-unders, all four will be unders this week. Under 41, Commies versus Cowboys. I think Commies are going to look terrible. I would be shocked if they even put up 10. I think they might only put up like seven points this game and Cowboys didn't do all the scoring, but commies have a good defense. And what's Dak like to do against good defenses? Throw interceptions. So I, this game I think could be like a 28-7 game. Cowboys win, stays under. Next game, under 42 for Saints-Panthers. Where the fuck's the offense going to come from? <laughs> Andy Dolan, Sam Darnold against two pretty really good defenses. This is not going to be – this could be like a 13-10 game. This is going to be a game at halftime where I'm sitting there and I'm feeling good. Because under 42, 42 looks like nothing. Like, oh, 42 points? That, any team could put up – like, one team puts up 28. The other team only put up like 14. But this is going to be a lot of three and outs, a lot of punts, and probably a lot of turnovers. Yeah. It's going to be a field position game. Yeah. Whoever has whoever gets the forty whoever gets a forty yard drive is gonna be the first person to score. But I also think the the Panthers start off strong. So I think the second half is gonna be where the Saints are really catching slipping. If it's at halftime, it's seven three. Like I'm feeling good. Like I'm feeling so good. And that's a halftime score I can definitely see in this game. Yeah. Next game, under thirty-eight for Colts and Texans. It's Davis Mills offense versus Sam Elliger offense. Texans got a really good – not Texans. Colts have a really good defense, which is going to hinder the Texans from scoring. And Sam Elliger is going to hinder the Colts' offense from scoring altogether. So, 
I just don't see 38. Like 38 is extremely low for over under. And I'm still taking. I don't think they could have made this low enough for the who's playing this game. Yeah. And then under 43 Bears Vikings is also leans into why I'm taking the Bears. I think no right tackle. Kirk Cousins explosive offense is not going to look as explosive. Bears Vikings have the worst defense against the pass. I think even with Nathan Peterman being probably the worst quarterback to ever play statistically, he might fucking look decent. He might have his best game. And who knows? Maybe he's getting a fucking $10 million contract next year to be a backup because of this one week of how he performed. So under 43 Bears Vikings, under 38 Colts Texans, under 42 Saints Panthers, under 41 Commies Cowboys, Cowboys minus seven, Packers minus four and a half. I like it. I like it. I really like those unders. I feel like they're really good with catch, catching overs and unders. I have so far this year, I'm like seven and two on over unders. And I and don't, you know, I didn't hit or like games where someone got hurt and I couldn't like account for the like offense looking terrible after QB got hurt or, you know, shit that you just can't account on. You know, a game I would think is going to go over like a motherfucker though? Which one? Raiders Chiefs. See, I typically, once they hit the 50 point mark, I don't like to touch those games because it's over under 52 and a half, which means it has to be like a 24 28 game. And even, no, actually more. It has to be at least 25 28 to be over 52. So it's like both teams have to play a perfect offense. Yeah. Or one team puts up 40, the other team doesn't have to do much. But it's like somebody along the way has to have a perfect offense. 52 is pretty high. Uh, but damn, Dad, Kev, we did it. An hour and five minutes. We broke down the Hall of Fame. We broke down DeMar Hamlin. We broke down who's out, who's not. We broke down the new playoff picture. We broke down the uh, Payne Hillis life-saving acts. And we broke down Saturday football all the way to Sunday football. We did it all, Kev. Hey, man, if you didn't know, this is a totally bit podcast, you we working, man. We see that we just dropped everything we could, and we did it all in an hour. So you motherfuckers can make sure you get get on with the rest of your day, man. So stay safe out here, man. Enjoy you some motherfucking football this weekend. And if you didn't know, I don't mind telling you again that my name is Kev Water Voice Boy. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pick and Winning Concert. Everything's on the line this week. Regular season, motherfucking Paul's four games off. You know what four games to be into, man. Let's get it, made. NFL Week 18. This is Totally Blitz Podcast. And if you didn't know, you was a bitch. bitch. I got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new. And it's season accent. All I say is true. You better stop your capping. Let them in, passing out the medicines We've been on that rock star regimen Knowing that I'm heaven sent Higher than I ever been